Hello and welcome to the Context Needed Podcast. My name's Kyle. I'm joined with Trashy Man dealing with waifu withdrawal symptoms, Ryan. Hey, hello everybody. <laughs> and Shooty McShooty, Corona Specialist, Ollie. I am, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How are you boys doing? <laughs> So, um, for those for those who weren't aware, obviously we took last week off. Um, we made the joke about it being that um, one of our mothers said we weren't allowed to do it. Um, that was actually Ollie's mother said he wasn't allowed to do it. <laughs> but you've yeah. had you've had the Rona, haven't you? I I have had the pepperoni. How was it? Uh, was it fun? It wasn't fun. I give it Now, if you so, had the chance to do it again, would you? No. <laughs> Jesus. Funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, my, I currently have no sense of smell or taste. I wish I had something in here that I could like demonstrate that with to prove it, but I, I can't. I can't really prove it. You but can't get really a Nintendo prove Switch it. cartridge. Nintendo, can you? <laughs> yeah. But um, it's coming back slowly. Like, I'm just about being able to sort of smell things again. Um, but I'm now at the weird point where I've kind of got my sense of taste and smell, but it's all weird. So, like, I've got this constant taste of almost like soap in my mouth. It's mm. horrible. So, everything I like now tastes horrible, which is great. All my favorite food has just been ruined. Um, Dick ruined. Vagina I've lost. ruined. I have, yeah, Kitty <laughs> ruined. Champion, it's gone. <laughs> Breakfast um, champions, Dick and Virgin. <laughs> yeah. But um, the uh, so yeah, no sense of taste or smell at the moment, which sucks. And as a result, I've had no appetite, so I've lost quite a lot of weight. Um, I think I've lost like two kilos in the past two weeks. Um, that sounds like the new fad diet. Oh yeah! Have <laughs> hey, you tried the Rona diet? <laughs> You've been misreading the news all wrong. It's not. A, it's not an infection. It's just a diet. <laughs> I take two weeks away from society. Um, but uh, no, it's uh, it sucks, especially for me because I'd basically I got it because my dad had his rallying accident. Yeah. Um, uh, so Hospital. whilst he was. Whilst he was away, I thought I had COVID. I might have had COVID, I don't know. But I did a test, it came back negative. Um, the next day, my dad... Let me think, I'm just trying to think of the order. Yes, yeah, so the next day, dad got back and he'd been in hospital in Bristol. Uh, he got home and then he had a call saying the guy that was next to him tested positive for COVID. And also there was this huge, huge uh, thing in the news like the next day, apparently loads of like the medical staff there had just been ignoring lockdown, had this massive party where they all got together. So they probably all spread it around themselves. Fucking hell. So, <laughs> Fucking um, Bristolians. You so bastards. We had to get dad tested. Um, so obviously we had to isolate again. So I'd been, in isolation for a week already at that point um and then he tested positive and then danny and my mum tested positive as well and then i started showing the symptoms again so it's just like well fuck so uh <laughs> plenty of time to play from... video games mate that's all i've been doing because <laughs> i can't do anything else literally <laughs> like 
it's I've just, just been, been sat here working from home and I'm just watching you like War Thunder. Then you jump onto War something else. I'm like, this, this guy's just living the fucking dream here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sat here after dealing with a Janet's broken computer. That's it. Like that. That's that's why it's a two out of five on TripAdvisor and not a one because it does have one small caveat where you get to play a lot of video games. So it's not bad, <laughs> but the um, the symptoms aren't nice. I'm I'm incredibly tired. Everything hurt. It did anyway. It's not too bad now. Like it's I, I'm definitely on the tail end of it. Um, all my joints were hurting like fuck. Um, my lungs hurt. My throat hurt. Uh, all my glands hurt, my junk hurt, which apparently is a really common thing with it because the protein <laughs> attacks in your lungs and your heart is also present uh, present around your. So you, you couldn't even whoa, you couldn't whoa, whoa. even wank to have that no, small man. section of relief because it hurt too much. Jesus, straight up. This is torture. Boris didn't even tell us about this. If I knew that my dick was going to be hurting when I got it, I'd have never thought I might have had it. If, if my <laughs> dick wasn't hurting, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. My dick's not hurting. Happen, by the way, but it can happen, obviously, because it's A, it's a gland and everything, and also, yeah, it's that protein that COVID specifically, like, targets and breaks down is also down there. So, um... <laughs> That'll be a breaking article. That'll be a breaking article on, like... Ping, what is it called? <laughs> Metro. COVID attacks penises. <laughs> <laughs> Several men, penises drop off after having COVID. Are you worried but, um, about pregnancy rates after COVID? You should be. <laughs> yeah. I had COVID for a week and then my dick just dropped off. That's it. Uh, so My boys are swimming with no tails now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, um, they might be. I don't know. <laughs> I have swimming no backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just in circles, mate. <laughs> that's it. Like, I don't come anymore. It sucks in instead. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is now Henry Hoover. <laughs> oh no, my keyboard's dusty. <laughs> oh, a bit of breadcrumbs got stuck in the. <laughs> oh, it's itchy. <laughs> but, um, uh, other symptoms were just the, you know, the the dreaded cough, which wasn't that bad. Like I was expecting because I I was speaking to a friend of a friend who'd had it quite early on, like when this was all starting out, and she said like she literally could not stop coughing, like it was almost uncontrollable. Wasn't that bad for me? Like I was I was definitely coughing, but not that much. Yeah, like, I spoke to um I spoke to Tom earlier today actually, who was letting me know how he did get that cough at one point where he was worried where he was like. I actually can't breathe right now. I might need to call 111 because yeah, he was getting quite it, bad. Like, it's not nice. Um, and Oh, and then I did have... I only had the temperature one day, briefly. Felt like I was sitting in the Bahamas for a day. The what, well, no, because I felt cold. That's the weird thing. Oh, I felt yeah. so cold. But I felt so... I, it's hard to describe what it it's felt that, like. It's, it's the flu It's the flu heat you get where you are sweating your nutsack off, oh, no, no, but I you're really shivering. Felt, like, it was the way I felt unwell. Like, nothing obviously hurt. Like, I was used to the lungs and the throat hurting, but, like, it was just... The only way I can describe it is, like, it just felt like my whole body was, like, cringing in discomfort. Hmm. And then, like, I just felt so unwell. I took my... Because t- I've been keeping an eye on my temperature and i took it the once and it was way high um so yeah that was uh that has been my covid experience i've been shut in the house for three weeks now uh i'm very bored i haven't driven in a while uh, and i keep going dizzy
that's not nice either. That's another thing. Really, really dizzy, which isn't so, nice. N- no standing up quickly then, basically. Basically, like there's been times like I went to bed a few nights ago and the room was just like spinning, like it, it's fucking awful, honestly. It's like but like if the guy coming at the door and just falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um I went like because what it is um because my dad's sleeping downstairs because he can't walk upstairs because of his legs, um I went to the loo before bed and all the lights were off. So I, I turned the landing light off and it was dark. So I was walking to feel for the bathroom door, just it was dark. And I almost fell backwards, like, because it just, like, my balance was so fucky. Like, I was walking and then I started, like, yeah, it was almost like that gif. I was like, oh, and I started, like, falling <laughs> backwards. It was, oh, it's horrible. But it seems to be passing a bit. But I suspect when I think, because I think I've already had it once, they do say that the second infection's worse. Yeah, they say you can get it You can get it twice quite easily. It's not something that your body gets an immunity to, yeah. apparently. And I went dizzy last time as well, and, I, like, driving was difficult for a while afterwards because it just made, I just, it was like motion sickness when I'm driving. Yeah. And I think that's going to happen again. I feel the same way. I think um, I'm allowed out on Tuesday, so... I'll see how I do, I guess, but it's gonna suck. Like, you're gonna take like you're gonna take two steps outside. Do this. Nah, fuck this. Nah. I'm going back in. You're gonna, you're, gonna, <laughs> no, you're gonna take two steps outside. Look around. Open your phone. Realize we're still in the situation. Really, like, yeah, fuck this. Go back to War Thunder. Isn't this lockdown meant to finish? They think it's it's only meant to be till December, isn't it? December second. Yeah, second. I've I've already called it like so many times. Like, what's going to happen is December second is going to come. They're going to put in that tiered system so that people can go out and do what they want again. Everyone's going to fucking ignore it. Everyone's going to go around everyone else's house. Everyone's going to ignore it like they're ignoring the current lockdown anyway. Even if they kept the lockdown in, yeah, everyone will ignore this lockdown and just go to everyone else's house on Christmas anyway, because it's Christmas. And then soon after, in January, they'll do another lockdown because the cases have gone through the roof again or something. Yeah, at at this point, it's basically just a waiting case of just locking down when you can and like holding back the amount of cases you're going to get. And then uh, when we start getting this vaccine in, Hoping that that like cools it down, and then as we slowly push but, that out, it'll basically go back to a form of normal. But I don't want the vaccine. They're going to put a tracker in me. I will yeah. actually come and jizz in your mouth. <laughs> don't get my any dog who sits there and tells me they're going to put a tracking chip in me. You dozy cunt! You're on Facebook all day. You're the they're the dozy twats who are sat there commenting on shit like. Fucking Bojo puts up his video and he's like, just saying like, oh, I've I've caught uh, uh, I've caught uh, COVID and uh, um, what I'm doing is I'm following the rules and I am uh, self isolating and uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna punch this. He's like, he's talking about we've got two big boxing gloves, the NHS uh, and the uh, and the vaccine. We're going to fucking kick the shit out of COVID. We're gonna fucking give a one two fuck off, ding dong. <laughs> And then just, this this fucker's just commenting in there. The type of fuckers will be going, oh, this uh, this uh, vaccine's got a uh, got a tracker in it. They're the type of people who will be fucking sitting there commenting on these things like, tell us when you're gonna get Brexit done. It's just like, <laughs> shut up. Kind of dealing with something else at the minute, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's not like there's a pandemic right now. I just yeah. I always I always find it funny when you see the EU. You always. 
you always see those people where it's like, oh, I'm not doing the vaccine because they're going to put a tracker in me. They always remind me of the kind of people where, like, I will always hear this, especially in, like, UFC stuff, where, like, someone taps mm. to a submission, like a neck crank or something, which sometimes some of these submissions, they don't look like you're in too bad of a position, but when you've actually felt them, it's like you feel like you are going to die. <laughs> there, the bloke and there, like, the oh, bloke's like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have tapped to that. And he just sat there <laughs> with fucking a beer on his belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. The thing is, though, the people are like, oh, they're going to be tracking me. The type of people who will go on and then put when they're going on holiday. Like, if they're on holiday, they'll be like, I'm in Tenerife now. And it's like they've got yeah. a thousand friends. I'm like, bro, you've got a thousand friends. You're telling them There's your fucking Tenerife tracking and nobody's in your house. Your ass yeah. is getting if, nicked. It's, everyone, everyone's phone mm. now can do geolocation for their photos. So that way, then, when they take it, it will also mark down where you took it, which is like, okay, well, that's one thing I instantly turn off. Because I don't want that shit on my yeah. phone. Um, mm. But it's also like, if you have that on, and then you post a photo to Facebook or Twitter, it automatically says where you are. And I remember I was I used to say to Becky like so many times, like, I'm fine if you go out with your family and you want to post that you've gone to Frankie and Benny's or TGI Fridays or wherever with mm. your family. If I'm with you, I don't want you to geotag the post about where we've gone. I don't like having my location put out into the work, into the fucking internet for everyone to see at all times. I understand that if people want to get my location, they can, if they try. I don't want to give them a fucking give me and just go, oh, here you go, there it is. I, I don't like that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's, like, it's like those people who are like, oh, look at us on this cruise. It's like, oh, thanks, Janet. I see you're on a cruise right now. Uh, just remind me of your address. Yeah. Where do you live again? Oh, don't don't just, worry, guys. It's fine. Janet like, did the radio technique where you leave a radio and one light on when she went. Yeah, so the fucking burglars can dance around. And they <laughs> make your shit. Unplug that. I'll take that as well. Come on, let's go. I put radio two on to keep everyone away. Out the door. It'd be better off just having like Alexa. Oh shit, she's gonna to respond to me now. Um have like an echo and then a Google thing and just start a conversation with them so they constantly talk yeah. back and forth. And then just to leave that running while you go on holiday, because then it would just sound like a really shit conversation. And then you yeah. come back you, and the robot uprising has begun and you started it. You need full oh, on no. home alone vibes, like cardboard cutouts going around on the train. Did you um I saw actually on on note of that home alone thing because I saw there was doing the remake, and the best thing I've heard someone say about this they're was they should they're doing a remake of Home Alone. I'm worried that it's going to be it's going to be terrible. Let's face it. But what I Too saw trash. that would be amazing for them to do is have McCoy McCoy Culkin play the kid again and have no one take note of him being a forty year old dude but make him be the Home Alone kid again and he plays it out completely. That would be just so like brilliant to do. He's not even like, he's Home Alone, but he's just a fully grown man who just lives by himself. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> so he posted earlier this year on Twitter, he literally just said, do you want to feel old? I'm 40. And it's like, fuck you, man. Why you attack me like this? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That's not cool. <laughs> Odd. I'm not happy about this. Oh, is, have you just looked at the uh, Home Alone remake? What's it say? 
I'm just, I'm just not, I'm just not happy. It's Disney. Who's the it? kid? Oh, it's Disney. Well. Uh, it's yes. So I know him uh, very well. Archie, uh, you know the little fat kid from Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I've not watched it. So. I've not watched it, but he's the one in all the trailers. The like the little friend, the psychic. He has been cast in it, but he's not Kevin McAllister. But let's just remember right. this: there was more than just number one and number two of Home Alone. There was three. And or everything four. after number two was shit. No, the thing is, like yeah, when I was when I was a kid, again. when I was a kid, I actually liked Free because I was a kid and I just liked the stupidity of it. I know for a fact, if I went back and watched all four of the Home Alone movies that are out now, that I know of anyway, I would thoroughly enjoy the first two. The third one I'd go, it's got nostalgia vibes for me, but it's nowhere near as good. And then the fourth one is just <clears throat> a fucking write-off, even when I watched it when I was younger. E- even I, as a kid, I, I watched I watched three and four. Well, I started watching three and four. I just didn't like them, because it was just like... You know when you've grown up and the only two, like, well, when I was young, young, the only ones I knew was one and two. And one and two are just like, they're, they're classics. They're like, it's a Chris, they're Christmas movies that you'll nearly watch every Christmas. It's like watching um, Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. It, it, the, <laughs> those are the films that you watch every Christmas. And I do not sit there and go, Crack open that box set of Home Alone. Let's get number three and four on, boys. See, I, think, I think three has a bit more nostalgia for me because somehow, and I don't know how this happened, I'm sure I ended up watching Home Alone 3 before 1 and 2. How? I don't know. But I I, I could be wrong, but in my head, from my knowledge of my childhood, I'm sure I watched the third one. The third one first. I don't know whether it was because I when that just before the third one came out, there was a weird void where Home Alone just wasn't played in the house or wasn't on TV. And then after the third one came out, people remembered the original ones and they started putting them back on the TV. But I just distinctly remember watching the third one. But it's like, I think, for me, Christmas movies, there's always Die Hard. I have to watch Die Hard. Die Hard's brilliant. <laughs> I used to also do a thing where every... Around actually this time, I'd start replaying Metal Gear Solid 3. And... Yeah. I'd very slowly, methodically work through like the whole thing, like o- over until basically Christmas Eve when I'd finish it, and I I did that like five years in a row, and it wasn't something that I planned to do. It would just be I'd get to this point, I go, you know what, I want to play Snake Eater, and I I'd just go and play it. it. Stream it. You should Is stream it. it. On, it's on PC. Uh, I bet you could emulate it. I, emulate it, yeah, be piece of piss. I did. Snake Eater was fantastic. I liked Snake. Snake I think Eater's that was probably my probably, favorite. Yeah, for me as well. One of the the best Metal Gears out there. I I liked. Let me think. I enjoyed Four. I really enjoyed Four. I understand why people had issues with it, but I four think Four was good. Four but... was a very good, a very good movie <clears throat> game, but. Still yes. had. So it you, was mostly cutscene. Yeah. If you actually went and just had fun in a lot of the areas that you could, it was actually a really fucking good action game as well. It was, yeah. Like the game, it was, it was just 
tip it was typical Metal Gear Solid really like it played like any other Metal Gear Solid game which wasn't a bad thing it had some cool features it, it was four where you had like the adaptive camo wasn't it yes and there was like you had to collect there was a thing to collect like all the camos as well which I seem to recall we did there was um, um, there were like special there were special textures you could get on it in like there were only like one area you could go to to get them yeah. and i remember there was I remember- one which really freaked me the fuck out it was like in the middle i think it was when you were tracking the scientist woman after she'd been kidnapped you was tracking her yeah. and if you went like really off the beaten path you'd just find this like plaque on the ground all of handprints and if you laid on yes, it you'd get that handprint on your on your on your camo and it looked really fucking weird <laughs> yeah yeah because um i remember we did the keratin frogs which you had to you had to shoot all of them in order to get the stealth suit yeah um was that, that was in which three was... wasn't it was that three um, i couldn't remember if it was three or four it might be in three and four because i know there was keratin frogs in three it might have been three i'm thinking of I, we, I know we always used to do whatever you needed to do to get the stealth suit because it was always some arduous task but i remember yeah. like there was one where it was like the texture was in some like bathroom area. It was a tiled floor, but then between them there was like a grating, and that grating was one of the tight like camos you had to get. I remember, <laughs> but um, oh man! And then uh, was it three where you fought the end? The sniper. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because you could get his camo, which was the best camo in the game, apart from the stealth suit. Because if you lay also... on any foliage, it was a hundred percent camo. Yeah, it was also um, the only one that was... It was a different way of getting the camo, I remember, because all the other camouflage, the um, the way you'd get it, was by knocking them out rather than killing them. So yeah. everyone else was that, but the end, even if you knocked him out, you wouldn't get his camo. I think you'd just I get his Mosin. You had to sneak up to him and hold him up and make him speak three times while holding him up. And then you had that to was knock it. him out. Yeah. And I never that got that was one. It. In the, the entire we time got I it got it, I never got it. I <laughs> that was hard as well, because you had to find him, didn't you? Like, he was... Yeah. He was I know really now. Well I'd be, I'd be able to do it really easily, because all you need is the thermal goggles and the directional microphone, and it's really easy to follow him. Yeah, yeah. But that was... that was I, I, Things I loved in that game as well, is how you could kill the end, like, way before that fight. Like, if you go in that one area and you can see you him, and, like, him. some guy pushing him in a wheelchair, and you can just get him there, just like, and oh, okay, up. boss fight ever. Did you... Did you... <laughs> I remember the first time I did that, I didn't realise that you could kill him. It was my second or third time playing through. I didn't realise that was one of the ways you could kill him. I killed him, and I was like, oh, oh, that, that, yeah, that okay. can happen. <laughs> But then the wheel of his wheelchair hit me because his wheelchair he explodes, causing his wheelchair to explode. And what happens is, on the time of the explosion, they basically programmed it so his wheelchair wheel would fly in your direction. So if you didn't move, you'd get hit by his wheelchair wheel and get get knocked out. <laughs> and I remember being like, wait a minute, I didn't realise I could kill him there. Bang. And then I just burst out laughing. <laughs> I do remember him blowing up. I think you can just shoot him as well. No, yeah, every time you shoot the um, the bosses in those games, they all blow up. No matter what you do, they all blow up because that's, that's part of their like, cool. allure. Uh, I, I can't. I honestly, it's been such a while. I explode. Well, it was like... Um, just in- the bee... You had the pain who exploded into a basically a load of bees. Bees! Then you had... 
there was the fear. The sorrow. The fear would explode with his poison arrows. You had the fury that did a fiery explosion. Um, the sorrow was the one that didn't you explode. Actually fight. Yeah, because you don't actually fight him, do you? No. You just encounter he, him. Yeah, he I like how he... if you don't kill anyone, there's nothing on his encounter. Which is quite funny. You're just stumbling up this river, and there's just like there just is, no there. <laughs> there is one. I remember f- doing something in that game just because I was wondering if it would do anything, and it shook me the fuck up. So you obviously have the vultures in the mountains. So what yes. you can do is you can kill a guy, and a vulture will eat him. You can then kill the vulture and eat that vulture, and then when you're in that sorrow scene, the guy who you killed who you ate the vulture that ate him. He goes past you, literally going, you ate me! You ate me! <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. That's awesome. You told us this before. I can remember you did telling I? us this specific story in a previous podcast, yes. Oh, shit. I don't remember that. I don't re- no, I don't, I don't remember you saying that, but yeah. That's your that's brain's broken, Ollie. <laughs> that's it. My, my brain's just Can't monkey brain anyway, so it's doing this stuff <laughs> anyway. Monkey brain, he can't remember what he's told us. <laughs> yeah. But no, that, that was a It was such a good game. game. But yeah, I used to play oh, that every Christmas. And funnily enough, movie that was nothing to do with Christmas, but I watched pretty much every Christmas, but I'd always miss the beginning, was Tangled. Because it was all, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. it was always on. I like it was Tangled. always on, like on ITV or something. And it would, all, I'd always come downstairs like fifteen minutes into the movie, and then I'd just sit there having like whatever I was eating, and then I'd just end up sitting and watching the entire rest of the movie. See, I, I watched really good. It a, Chris, a couple of Christmases ago. I thought that was actually quite a good film. <laughs> I, um, like, I, I finally caved and bought uh, a subscription to Disney Plus so I can watch The Mandalorian on my TV without fuffing around. But as a result, obviously, all the Pixar's on there. So I was just flicking through and the other other day, got nothing to do. So I was like, I'm just going to watch Tangled again. So I was like, I like that film. It's a good film. It's, okay, it's quite funny. When, when I went on holiday and I was at my mate's <clears throat> the night before we left, um, we watched uh, Lilo and Stitch. I was like, yeah, oh, I've watched this in time. This is honestly one of the best films that Disney have yeah. ever put out. See, that was a good one. Yeah. When, um, when we had the first lockdown kick in, obviously I was saying to you guys how me and you Becky did, did the all the Marvel movies, but Becky also by herself has just been doing all the Disney classics. Um, And she's not got up to it yet, but I can't wait for her to get to the Hercules movie. So many people like bag on oh. the Hercules movie, but I fucking love the Hercules movie. Oh, God, Hercules I don't like many of the films. Ones. Like, if I'm going to go old Disney films, it's what? Aristocats. Uh, I never liked that and, one. Never seen it. I've Hood. never seen it. Robin Hood in uh, Jungle Book, maybe. Just because, like... Robin Hood. I like Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. J- Jungle Book is a bit meh for me. Yeah. Jungle Book, believe it or not. I've probably seen it as a kid, but I can't really remember it. Yeah. Robin Hood um, and Aristocats are definitely my, my top two. Uh, Fox and the Hound. That's a Fox very the, old one. one. Fox and the Hound is heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, old. that's an old one as well. Um, what else is there? Uh, See, did you, think, guys, uh... did you guys watch any of the straight-to-DVD sequels <clears throat> for Disney movies? No. Possibly. I can remember they'd always turn up on other Disney movie DVDs as like yeah, the so <laughs> They were usually <laughs> usually they were pretty trash. But The Lion King 2 actually slaps. Like that's actually a really fucking good sequel to a Disney classic movie. Yeah, a lot of people have said that, yeah. 
because I I've I think I've watched Lion it. King two more than I've watched Lion King one. I've only watched Lion King one like once. Don't force me. Yeah, I think I've only seen it like once as well. I mean, I'm not, massive, Hercules. not a massive Disney person, to be honest. Like I, like I, I say, I only really watch, like those two. I classic. used to get into arguments with people because they say, oh, Hercules is like one of the worst ones. It's like, no, it's fucking oh, no. not. No, Hercules is way. one of the it's best so ones out there. <laughs> because it's got the damsel in distress that isn't adult. a damsel in distress. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, you'd, watching it as an adult as well, there's quite a lot of adult humour in it as well that obviously you don't pick up on when you watch it when you're younger yeah but um i'm just trying to think what other any if there is any others that i can really remember there was um the rescuers i remember the rescuers but i i i don't I think i've ever watched remember it much i don't think i ever watched the uh, the first rescuers again i've only ever watched the sequel that was on dvd the rescuers down well, under the down under one yeah down under yeah i think because it, yeah. it has the albatross <laughs> yeah i think same now i think about it i think i've only seen the second as well <laughs> never watched the rescuers the, uh, yeah, like said, it's, the, the it's, Down Under one's alright. It's, 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 it's it a Disney right. movie. Yeah. yeah. Other but, films. Like, let's let's talk. We, you were saying, like, uh, films you watch at Christmas. What other films do you watch at Christmas? I mean, Italian... I like, don't really watch films at Christmas, in all honesty. Like, I've not got any, like, ritual ones anyway. Like, I know a I lot do. of people say Die Hard, but I, I'm not that... Well, A, I'm not that much of a Die Hard fan, and also I don't watch it at Christmas, so, like... I do that i'm like it's much of a ritual i think it's just the fact that they're the ones that are always on tv like yeah. they always do all the harry potter films on itv oh like, i the... fucking hate that so much i know they're I, just well they're not like good harry movies <laughs> yeah it's because they're not good like i've rewatched them all recently no, no, and even, they are shit even even when i was a kid like when i was actually kind of into harry potter i don't think they're good movies I don't no, think... No, yeah, that's just your choice on it, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, I, I enjoy them. I think they're good for what they are. I just... I, mean, I re-watched them all a month I mean, or two ago. The better, even though Rowling's a twat. And the, I, don't, I think I don't the thing is, like, when, I, when, I'm, book, when I'm looking at them, I'm, I'm looking at them as a person who hasn't read the books, so I'm not looking at them as, like, an adaption. So I'm not saying they're bad because they're a bad adaption. I'm saying I don't think they're good There's movies. There's plot holes and everything. There's so plot- many just... Yeah. Massive gaping holes in logic holes. in them. Like, there's weird shit with the magic, way the characters man. work. Magic. There's there's really bad cinematography in a lot of scenes as well. Like really, really piss poor cinematography at times. But I remember, I think the one the one gripe that always stood out for me with those movies was, um, I think it was Dobby. You see him in one movie. He's a integral character for that one movie. He fucks off for like two movies. You don't see him. He comes back. Ten minutes later, Dobby fucking dies, and they make out this. Yeah. They do this massive no, fucking sad soppy moment, and I'm there like, I don't care. I just don't care. You don't see no. him for like the whole trilogy, uh, or the whole trilogy, the whole series until the end. But in the in the books, you see. I know in the books he is. That's yeah, the problem. So, it, yeah. Yeah. If you so if the you, adaptation. What, if you read the books, it's it's down to a, like adaptation being piss poor. Yeah, because if you've read the it's, book, it's, Dobby is a key character, like yeah. all the way through. But that's and... that's not just an adaption issue; that's a movie issue as well. Because the oh, thing yeah, is, yeah. if you have a character like that who you're wanting to have an impact in their death scene, you have to make the people care. And it, it, it's the same yeah. in games. It's the same <laughs> I in think, games. I, that's the thing, though, so as many... well, though. Like, that's that's just you. I like. Uh, there's a lot of people who've just watched the films who I know. 
and they are very attached to Darby as a character. I think it's just down to put your personal, like how you attach yourself to characters. But no, it's there's not people even, who will attach not, a lot faster. There's yeah, but that's that's the issue though. That's you have to do it based off of the majority when it comes to attachment for characters. It's the same with games. It's the same with books. It's the same with um, comics. It's same. if you have a character that's like. They've got a big point here, and then you see fuck all of them, and then you come back to them, and they die as soon as you come back to them. The attachment you built with them at that first point, yes, there is still attachment there, but you have not helped us regain that attachment over that period. It's the same with The Last of Us 2. Um, I had the same issue with that one, even though I did enjoy the game. There were I know you guys haven't played those games, but that happens in that game, and it made what should have been a massive heavy-hitting moment not hit anywhere near as much as it should have done, unlike the first Last of Us, where the entire beginning of the game, you play as a a, a, a girl child, um, you, you walk around the house, you give your dad a present, and then all of a sudden you wake up in the night, there's shit going off, and you get picked up by Joel, who's your dad, put in a car, and then eventually the car crashes, then as Joel, you have to carry her to safety. And then after all this moment of playing as her and carrying her and trying to rescue her, she fucking dies. She did. And that's that's in like maybe 30 minutes. But because of the way they built that attachment, holy fucking shit does that moment hit hard. And there's so many other stories and things where they try and replicate shit like that, but they don't build the attachment well enough. And that was the issue I had with Dobby. You brought him back, he's now dead, everyone's crying, they've made this big song and dance about it and I'm there like, I don't fucking care. Mm. <laughs> I think another thing that got me with the films that I, I noticed more because I, I re-watched them like a month ago because we had them all recorded on Sky and there were too many times where they kind of relied on, oh well it's just because magic. Like, yeah. considering how okay, yeah, I get that you can you can pull given the the nature of there being magic, you can pull that card. But there were like they pulled it a few too many times. I found like it's, how does that uh, work? Oh, it's magic. In the end, it's a kids. <clears throat> it's it's really aimed at kids. Like yeah, that's the later kids, films kids. definitely aren't though. No, I mean, it's, that, it's that's kids the only to real teens, reason. That's the only real reason it's a biggie for me is because it was I was as a child that was no I was a kid when it was that yeah. is it was being released I, think, I was about this I was just a little bit younger than what they were so it's like you know, yeah yeah I think you I got, think obviously you guys are a bit thing. younger than me what what year was the first movie let me have a look it was I was in primary school when the no, first one came 2001. out two thousand and one two thousand one yeah yeah something I was seven yeah they started filming in like ninety nine or yeah. two thousand so I so was I was, about I was ten five, years old then. I was ten years old yeah. So I don't know where... The thing is, I can't even say it's kind of like it missed my age group because Becky Becky fucking loves those movies. But I, I think that's again well, because huge. she, she read the books, the thing, though. though. She it's loves like, the it's books. Like I just said, it's, it's like I was just saying, it's just personal preference. That's literally all it is. It's just down to that's not your type of film. Simple as. I mean, you, I'm not going to... We're not trying to force you to like it. No, it's, it's weird, <laughs> yeah. though, because the thing is, though, when you've got... like. It's like, odd that you end, were it's fancy, one of it's those a fan- kids who's really obsessed yeah. with it. As it's well. a fan. It's a fantasy adventure movie. That's what it is. Mm. Put yeah. just to, at the crux of it. That's exactly what it is. 
And I fucking love those kinds of things. Because I loved Star Wars. And everyone likes to say Star Wars is sci-fi. It's not. Star Wars is a fantasy adventure movie. Because it's got well, fucking it wizards. Well, it's it's, it's, it's Star it's Wizards. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fantasy adventure with sci-fi elements. And I fucking I, love I, that. <laughs> I think it's just, like I say, it's just down to it's just down to what you like, isn't it? Really, in the end. Yeah. I mean, but I think, like, like I was saying, though, as as I watched it again, as I got older, because I started to get a bit more into things like cinematography and shot mm. composition and all that kind of stuff, that they're the kind of things that really pulled out to me. That was like, you're just a cynical old man. Get out of here! You're ruining this, my kid fun. But it's, it's like, I mean, going from something that I don't enjoy as uh, anymore. Like, but go to like the John Wick movies. I, I love seen those. I'm ready to watch them. I fucking love oh, I those movies. Them, I, did. I love those movies. One, Keanu Reeves is a fucking dreamboat. Keanu Reeves, a very but nice man. They they have all the action done really well. But again, it. The shot composition on a lot of the action, the shot composition, the colours that they use, and the cinematography they use, really draws out the style that they're going for in that in those movies, and that's what really draws me in even more. We and that's that's your thing though. It's like it's down to your movie makers. What didn't help the Harry Potter films is is again similar to the recent Star Wars. They had multiple directors within the first yeah. few, and then they then they settled down mm. in the last lot, which was like. Okay, that's good. You've settled down. I think that's they the problem nowadays. Is with it's just they're just jumping between directors with loads of films. It's like just fucking stop. Get just a director. <laughs> he, he has to do this film. If you're doing a trilogy, that director will do that trilogy. No fucking ifs, no buts. I think fuck off if you don't want to it, do it. It shows where you're saying that with the director. So it shows because I'd like the third movie, but that's because it's. Um, of the Harry, Harry Potters, Potter. the pris- is it Prisoner of oh, Azkaban, the third Azkaban. one? Azkaban, good film. That was Star Wars. Because I I like that because that was where you started. That was where the darkness really creeped in, and then the darkness mm. in the later ones wasn't done as well as the third one. I don't think. But the fourth. Even- the fourth one was a bit. The, the fourth one dropped. Like I must admit, the fourth one dropped quite a bit in my opinion compared to the third one. Then it went back up on the the sixth, the fifth, yeah, fifth in fifth and sixth are probably mm. my favourite. I felt like, um, from what I remember, I I do remember the way they had to beat him. I was just thinking, this is just convoluted for the sake of being convoluted to make him seem more powerful. It that they could have done this a better way for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yes. It, oh. Well, and as well, like the way he he died at the very end of the film in the books. Now, and this is something <clears> I'll <throat> give J.K. Rowling. She made it. She says he dies just like a normal man. <clears throat> when they kill Voldemort at the <clears throat> very end, he just falls over dead like a normal man. In the films, they made it. Oh, look at him disappearing into dust. It's like no, because what we're saying is he is no bigger than a normal man. Because as soon as he like, there was nothing magic about it. Like he was just a guy getting killed. You know, people don't just disappear yeah and it, that's the thing and it's like because was, there was no it, reason for him to disappear is it is it horcruxes or something and so yeah he has horcruxes yeah. and, and, and he splits his soul by killing yeah and that's people. why he looks like, so fucking items. messed up yeah because his soul uh, isn't in his yeah body. basically he he was brought back from one of his horcruxes and that's why he looks a bit fucky and they used like this bits of like basically it was like a a big like 
alchem alchemists like kind of deal where they put him in the cauldron. It's like him as a fetus, and then the blood of his father, the bone of his father, the blood of See, his. Um, uh, if they'd have watched, like if they'd have watched Full Metal Alchemist before trying that, they would have realized that was a bad idea. Full Metal Alchemist was a bit <laughs> after that. Okay, but... <laughs> I mean, I think like. I, this, this thing though, it's like it's just one of those films. It's like if I see it on TV, I'm like, yeah, I'll leave that on. You know, I'll watch that. You know, because it's there. It's like the Hobbit song. I mean, the Hobbit's not really a great film. I haven't film. seen I that either. See, I don't think I've I'd be able the... to leave on the Hobbit personally. Lord of the Rings, yeah, mind yeah. you, I fucking would. Yeah. Oh, they don't play Lord of the Rings. I need to rewatch them. No, do you want to know why they don't? Because they realise they're going to lose out on all that screen time for everything else. Lord of the Rings playing yeah. on ITV takes about five hours. <laughs> yeah. With all the fucking ad drop breaks they've got to do. It's like if they have to have I mean, adverts every 25 minutes. <laughs> what other films, like, what other films then would you really see, like, can you remember from Christmas that, like, just be on TV or TV shows? I mean, like, Big Fat Quiz of the Wit. Yeah, that's something I try and watch. Uh, Doctor Who used to have a special every Doctor year. Who used to have a special, yeah. yeah. Well, that boy still does. I just don't watch it anymore. Yeah, though too nice shit. That went down. It's now. it's really annoying because around my Such parents' house they put fucking Mrs. Brown boys on. Like they have a Christmas I Mrs. Brown boys, and every time that. I'm just there like fuck off. And mum was like, "You used that. to watch this when you was a kid." It's like, "Yes, mum." <laughs> when I was a kid, I am not a that. kid. It's just shit. It's always been shit. There's like I've got some a, funny moments. I think probably because I because I was a kid, it was just it was on. I didn't have control of the TV. Did yeah, that's you, it. Uh, like, you only watched it because it was all there was was to did watch. You, uh, did you know they didn't? There's an Irish version. So, like, the original version is an Irish version. Irish comedy is fucking awful. <laughs> I am very sorry, people from Ireland. I, I, it's just fucking shit, man. Like, you really need to pick it up. It's like American comedy, but worse. And that's saying something. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, man. It's like honestly, I was. It was cringeworthy just how crap it was because it just wasn't like it wasn't even like it's cringe. It's just it's just not funny. Like there was just no entertainment. It was. It was, it was like sometimes you get comedians that are so bad it's fun to laugh at them, and then you get the others where it's like you're just bad. There's, it, there's, it, yeah, there's no reaction. Just you're just like, bad. <laughs> and like I must, I'll give the British version they did. I'll give that one a little bit because you know that one they're actually semi-funny at times talking about actually like semi-funny and like not funny and like American humor have you guys ever watched Paul Blart Mall Cop no no there's a lot of memes about it it's not good there's a no yeah there's a lot of memes but it's crazy about the amount of memes the memes are really funny I didn't really care for the movie I watched it because it had a I think his name's Mike Vallelli he was a skateboarder who did like hockey and he used oh, to get into a load of fights yeah. and shit on YouTube I remember him yeah but um as I was watching it I remember thinking like oh, this <clears throat> poor black guy is, just looks a mess like years later I find out the guy who plays this overweight mall cop is actually a massive MMA fan and actually went and did actual mixed martial arts fights and there's videos of him Looking like a little chubby mall cop in a fucking cage. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. I think, isn't the guy. It's like. You, there's there's oh, literally like oh, a. Oh, I remember oh, there's there's one picture that always pops up from like this. Like, proper, like, ready to fucking go. <laughs> Kevin James, he's in like all the fucking Adam Sandler films as well, though. Yeah. Because he's like one of their sidekicks, and it's just like. Nah. 
everyone shits on Adam Sandler films, but oh. give them Adam, their due. Adam they're Sandler's all right. older movies. I used to fucking watch Little Nicky so much because oh, Little, Little Nicky, Little Nicky was fucking amazing. Was What's what that? was it, 21st Dates or whatever it is, or the First Dates one? That was actually just 50, a good 51st Dates. 51st Dates. That was actually that was just a good quality film. That. And it was like, yo, that's good. See, I like it. That. Always, it always bothered me because Adam Sandler's a really fucking good actor. Like, when you actually go and watch some of his more serious roles, he's really good. And then you've got... Um, yeah. There was the movie Click with the uh, the TV remote. Click's which- really good. It was it was a shit premise at first, and it was just a generic kind of comedy at first. But then, like the further the movie goes, it gets more and more and more serious with like yeah. relationships in life and stuff. And Adam Sandler's acting in the end of some of those moments is like really oh, fucking yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Do I think what, what's uh, who's the daddy? That was another one. Is that who's the, one the daddy? The, um, is that the one where the, I'm sure the kid? Yes. Yeah, I think I've only watched it on once or twice. But I liked... Um, is it Happy Gilmore, the one with golf? I've yeah, never seen Happy golf. Gilmore. That, one, that one's like... That that one's one of the more stupid ones. But it's brilliant yeah. because of how stupid it is. Like, just some of the shit that happens is like, that, that shit wouldn't fly, but okay. Weird flex, but we'll allow, we'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Happy Gilmore. Is, like, probably because um, I know that's a big one. What's his other one? Uh... The one where he does the scene where he's like, today, Junior. Come on, it's cold. It's where he has to do school again. Oh, yes. I know which one you mean. I'm just sure it's cold. It is Billy Madison. Billy Madison, that's it. I can remember watching that. That was was actually quite a good film as well. Mainly because the the teacher that he wants to fuck. I never watched Don't Mess With The Zohan. It was a strange oh. one. It was kind of fun. It was like if you were to mix, if you were to throw an Adam Sandler mix on Borat, basically. Yeah, yeah. Straight That's up. Basically, straight what up. It was. I, I, in hindsight, I think it was trying to ride on the success of Borat of a kind of strange Eastern European man, basically. He, yeah. it's got the guy out of uh, Transformers. You know, the guy who plays Agent Simmons in Transformers. Yeah, it's got him as the yeah. villain, but at the end, it's like spoilers here at the end it's like all of them like get these little shops in this mall and he has like this goat outside his shoe shop <laughs> it's just so stupid but then like adam sandler's just there and he's just like he goes goes into this uh guy's house and it's the uh really annoying like small guy that blonde younger guy out of the group of people who always do the films with adam sandler and Probably it's his no. mom and Adam Sandler's just shagging his mum. And this guy comes in, is finds him shagging his like, stupidly fat mum, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just saying thank you for this soup. <laughs> or something going, stupid like that. I've just realised, actually, going back to Kevin James, like you were saying, turns out he actually did a movie where he does play a mixed martial arts guy. He was. It's called Here Comes the Boom. And it's actually got... Um, an old, like, pride UFC fighter in it, from what I can see. What's his name? Bass Rutin, I think his name is. Yeah, Bass Rutin. He plays, like, his coach or something I've just seen. I need to watch that, because Bass Rutin's actually, like, a really funny guy who also could knock you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. I need to Speaking watch the of good good shit films. Dodgeball. Yes. I've only watched it once and I've I did enjoy it that once. Good. It's terrible, but it's brilliant. I think the issue I have with a lot of because let's face it, there's there's a that is like the uh, the cookie cutter comedy for American movies. You've got that, you've got Zoolander, um, some of the older Adam Sandler yeah. movies probably fit in that cookie cutter as well. And I think because I kind of moved away from it, I missed quite a lot of the ones that are in that box, but are actually still pretty good. Because I've heard like... Have seen the other guys? I've not seen the other guys. The only scene I've seen oh, is the bit where it just goes, aim for the bushes, and then they jump off the fucking ceiling and die, or something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, it, that's a good film. It's Mark Wahlberg and Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith. Will, Will, Will Farrell. Farrell that's why strange. I haven't watched it, because it's Will Farrell. It's, it's... I would say for Will Farrell... It's one of his better roles mm. of all the films I've seen with Will Ferrell in. Like I've seen, I've seen him in a few films, and I think that my two favorite films of Will Ferrell, especially as a, a lead, uh, Talladega Nights. That is a fantastic film. Not about drag racing. That is uh, NASCAR. NASCAR. That's sorry. a funny film. But I think it's because the humor in it isn't just centered around him. Like obviously he's funny in it, but like. It's just a bit of a ridiculous film, yeah. but then, um, but yeah, I must say the other guys. I think it's because it's Mark Wahlberg as well, and I do like that moment. I'd only seen Mark him in Wahlberg Shooter. Definitely been coming out really well in a lot of films recently. I'd only so you... seen him in Shooter up until that point, which was a very serious film. So yeah, Shooter. Like... I remember watching Shooter. One Mark Wahlberg movie you guys should watch, which. It's not an amazing movie. It's not fucking box office breaking, but I used to watch it loads with my stepbrothers when I was uh, when I was back living with my parents. It's called Four Brothers, and it's literally right. They're all adoptive brothers of this older lady who gets shot in a um, in a convenience store like holdup. So they all go back to like bury her, and then also to find out what happened to her. And it's basically think like your generic American. There's gangs involved. There's a gang conspiracy. These are the hard nuts of the rough to rough area kind of thing. But Marky Mark basically plays like the kind of the the lead brother of them all. And then there's the guy who's I think is one of the lead guys for that. I'm, it's the band that did I'm Sorry, Miss Jackson, The Outcast. He's in it. And Andre Three Thousand. Andre Three Thousand's in it. And then there was also. There's the black guy who plays Tyrese in the Fast and Furious movies. I can't. I can yes. never remember his name, but he's. In I it. know the one who you mean. Yeah, and then there's just another uh, white guy. I, I've never seen him in any other movie, but he plays like the the black sheep of the guys because he went off and did like bands and cocaine and all that kind of shit. Whereas the other guys were all right. like more like straight laced. Not, I wouldn't say straight-laced, they're all from rough upbringing, they're all from rough neighbourhoods, but he kind of went off and did his own thing. That's actually a very good movie. I remember thoroughly enjoying that movie, as stupid as it is at times. And there's also, have you ever watched um, Firefly or Serenity? I'm yet to, see, I'm yet to watch them. Um, We've been over this before in another podcast. Yeah, no. So yeah, I'm, I'm just trying. To, I'm, trying I'm trying to find a movie that you've seen this guy in. You have you watched Doctor Strange? Yeah. No. There's the 
the guy who fights with Doctor Strange, who has those boots that lets him jump around, and he's got the the stick that can like elongate. I think I know the one you mean. The black guy. Yes. Yeah. I know the one you mean. Yeah. So I he plays his name. He plays like the bad guy <clears throat> in this movie, and it's like it's so ridiculously over the top at times. It's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg yeah. films. Two Guns. Have you watched Two Guns? I've not seen no. Two Guns. Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god, this film is gold dust. You don't need to say any more. You've already said enough. I'm, That's I'm what I mean. After That's this. <laughs> the very end scene, the very end scene is fucking amazing. It's honest god, just watch it and then come back to me and next week we'll talk about Two Guns and how fucking good it is. I actually, I need to say, to go back to like so you've got like the older 90s movies where they went thoroughly over the top. So you've got, there was the the Punisher movie with John Travolta as the bad guy who has one of the most over-the-top death scenes I've ever seen in any movie where mm. he ties him to the back of a slow-moving vehicle that drives through a car park and all of the cars either side explode one by one as the car slowly rolls through until he then explodes it was like a bit excessive but okay and then you've got face off where the training the SWAT teams have in that is to literally jump through the window guns blazing <laughs> ah yes I'm trying to think of other good films I've watched straight to DVD films actually I'm going to show you a straight to DVD film oh god God. Now this, I was. This was when I first like I seen like I was watching a lot of stuff about LARP, and I found this piece of fucking gold. What the hell is that? What's that is nice and badass them, and it's got it's got fucking Peter Dinklage in it. Wait, what? <laughs> it's pretty okay. honestly. It's got Peter Dinklage. It's got um one of the guys out of is it Community? Is the one with um. Thingy Glover in it. This yeah. guy here. Him. He's in it. And it's just about these guys who LARP. <laughs> <laughs> but then they actually summon the devil or a succubus or something. And it's just basically about like how it all just goes down. Honest to God. <laughs> Fucking worth it. It was like I was like, wait, this never came out in the cinemas. I'm like, oh, this, this never is why came out in the cinemas. But then I watched, I was like. It's actually pretty good. Like, it'd have had it had a, a decent like chance in the cinemas. It wouldn't have done amazing, but it'd have probably got a good like amount of views because it's got Peter Dinklage in it and stuff. Was but that before or funny. after Peter Dinklage's rise to fame in Game of Thrones? Um let me double check that on the internet for you. I think it was <laughs> after. <laughs> it's like, ah yes, I've gone from the fucking hand of the king in Game of Thrones to I'm when did playing Game of LARP. Thrones start? I don't know. It's like 2012, what. wasn't it? Something like that. It wasn't huge when it first started either. So like... <laughs> yeah. It was two years into Game of Thrones. It was 2013. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Mate, honestly, everybody, Peter Dinklage, you think he's amazing in Game of Thrones? You ain't seen... Well, nothing. that's when it came out. That's when it came out. It was probably filmed like a year before... 
It probably it probably did that in between like filming bits for yeah, um, Game of Thrones. Like, oh, this is this is just in case this new weird Game of Thrones thing doesn't take off. <laughs> I'll be in this hot new film. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean straight to DVD? <laughs> it was actually released in 2014 in the United States, but then it was like released at an Icon Festival. Oh, right. So there's right. Icon Festival is an Israeli science fiction and fantasy fan convention held annually in the Hotel Aviv Eshkol Pays during the Sukkot holiday in September and October. That was going, when the film was originally thing. Going into actually just, like just watch the, the, film. the film festivals and stuff, I remember there was um, a movie that I really wanted to fucking watch that had been released something like three years before I wanted to watch it, where it was. It was shown at like Sundance Film Festival. Then it was it was released in America, and it never got like um, a European or UK release. And I remember I had to trawl through the internet just trying to find like a decent copy of it anywhere because it wasn't a very big movie even when it was released in America. And it, I mean, it took me like months to find it. I can't remember the name of it now. I think it had. I'm sure it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And it was basically there was two worlds um, very very close to each other to the point where you could you can go back and forth between them, but the gravity say you're from the bottom world, only that world's gravity will affect you. Um, so if you go to this other other world above you, you have to basically like wear the clothing of that area or put the metal of that area on you to keep you planted on that planet and it was like it was one of those generic oh these people believe they're better than these people and these people are downtrodden because of it but it was basically that kind of setting but there was like a romance story going on between it as well i just remember it being like a really fucking good movie and it took me ages to find because of these fucking film it's festivals. not called two worlds is it <laughs> uh, let me find see if i can find it I'm, while you guys I'm talk about just checking i swear i'm just checking I want to play the, uh, film actors two worlds from knights of badaster it has summer glow who's actually been who was in serenity yeah summer uh, glow is fucking great yeah steve zahn let me see who where, what he's been in he's been in war for the planet of the apes he was in diary of a wimpy kid another very funny <clears throat> film i'll tell you a film that has a lot of uh big names some of them like they weren't big names at the time but there's loads of really big actors in it and that's the black hawk down film Oh, Black Hawk Down film is Black it's, Hawk Down is amazing. Uh, Nicolas Conrad is it Nicolas Conrad Costa, the guy that played Jamie Lannister? Uh, yeah. yeah, they've got um... Orlando Bloom. They've yeah, got the guy that plays. Got... They've got uh, Ty Burrell, who's Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. He's on it. Ewan McGregor. They've got yeah, McGregor's like, in it. So many big names in it. Tom Sizemore, who was in like every war film ever, because he was in Saving yeah. Private Ryan and like a gazillion other war films. Oh, that was such a good film. I need to rewatch Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private uh, Ryan's amazing. William I can't Edward find Fitchner, the name of this movie at all. Eric Barner, uh, Josh Hart, Daniel Hartner, like Black Hawk Down. Good film. Good film. Good and you and McGregor in that as good well. Good game. Yeah, I just said you and McGregor's in it. I d- oh, sorry, I didn't hear you say that. 
Yeah, yeah, Ewan McGregor's in it. Honestly, God, I'm going to I'm gonna get that on Blu-ray. I need to get that on Blu-ray because I've only got it on DVD. I've, if, I'm, I genuinely, I really want to get the PlayStation 5 mm. at some point just because that way then I'll actually have a 4K Blu-ray player so I can actually like, mm. start watching 4K Blu-rays and I'll, I'll straight away like get like Black Hawk Down or Saving Private Ryan on 4K just be like, this is giving yes. me PTSD watching this. <laughs> yeah. Saving Private Ryan, another just... That opening really scene on D-Day is traumatic. And I just yeah. remember there's there's one bit that always sticks in my head where there's the guy just walking around missing an arm. Just Yeah, and, he's yeah. Like, and he oh, picks up, and the picks his arm up. Picks up his arm and then walks over to the medic like he can put it back on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that that, is, oh. Really well done war film. Uh, absolutely phenomenal that one is. Steven, really Steven Spielberg, yeah. for me, can miss the mark on so many things at times. But he didn't when he Not when he when he did that, that was just like the perfect war film. There's so many little details they got right in it. I mean, there's a few a few little details they got wrong, but like it's so a film, a film's a film. Like you <laughs> yeah. can't get it a film, but like there's perfect. so many like you can watch YouTube videos on it, and there's so many like little details that they got right with just like because they oh, they um. They put them all except Matt Damon through like really rigorous training, so they, gave, they hate him more. Yeah, as did, well. didn't they make everyone else had to do? I think it was either three or six months of training, and then something like that. Matt Damon they did it with like, the only, Irish Army. Yeah, and I'm Matt Damon only had to do like the last two weeks. So yeah. all the people doing the training actually built up like a like bond through the training. And then yeah, Matt Damon yeah. just comes in at the last moment, like, oh, you're right, guys. And then they all just get pissed off at him, and it Vin shows. Vin Diesel dies, like, straight away. And you're just like, fucking Vin Diesel, you dickhead. Oh, man. It's funny, because that was when he was, like, actually doing, like, good roles. And then he mm. went into obviously do the fast movies. And fair enough, like, mm. the fast movies have their appeal. And I'll watch them because they are just dumb popcorn movies at times. But they yeah. are stupid as I fuck. I-, I can't get along terrible. With no, I was watching. I, I was them. watching a clip about them, and they were like, "Oh, here, the the RX seven in it." Yeah, they put a V eight sound effect over the engine. I'm like, Fuck "Yeah, that oh, was annoying." What, what film <laughs> watching? No, it's like, I was now watching, I'm definitely um, not watching them. <laughs> uh, I've been watching with Danny uh, Lucifer on. Is it Netflix or Prime? I think it might be on both. Actually, it's, it's on Prime originally, but it's, it's on, out on it's Netflix on both. as well. It's and net, later seasons are on uh, Netflix. That's Marvel. Quite a good show, actually. That's Marvel. Um, Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. Lucifer is a character in the Marvel Universe who was based off, who's literally in the comics, they made him look like David Bowie. And they made him one of the most powerful Mm. beings in the entire comic universe. Not Marvel. This one one is DC, sorry, DC, yeah. This one we're watching isn't, I don't think. I knew it was 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 from a comic, but it's a DC comic. I'm sure the the, the, the series. TV series is definitely DC. The wiki's telling me here. You have to don't worry. Yeah, I'm sure it is because I remember I remember talking to someone about like it. Nothing DC about it, or the guy with Tom like... Ellis in it. Tom Ellis. Yeah, uh, they've, oh, they've, they've, they've made the it. They've basically because even even the comics I remember for the Lucifer ones, they have like nods from what I remember to like the other stuff. But it it apparently it's, the mainline Lucifer stuff is apparently like just just Lucifer really. It's apparently also, it's, um... it's pretty. I think it's produced by DC. 
Is this the same it is based on, it's based off of the comics though. It's based off of the Lucifer comics. It's based off the DC Comics character created by Neil Gaiman, Sam Keith, and Mike Dringenberg. Taken from the comic book series The Sandman. It is Tom Ellis, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. like because it sounds daft. Like usually when you watch you just something don't that's feel it, yeah. Mm. Well, that's, 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 every trailer it, I've like, ever seen for that, you're like, that doesn't look like a DC comic. Honestly, uh, watching like a... it, I would not have known that was DC at all. Like, yeah. there's nothing there's... DC about. Like, I just thought it was a show. But anyway, good show. But there, they, there was a bit where a guy was in a. He's riding a Triumph Rocket Three, which is a inline three motorcycle, and they were putting like Harley noises over it, and it really bothered me. <laughs> I hate shit like that. <laughs> There is um about it's Lucifer. like gun sounds as well. Where there were like fifty cow sounds over like smaller pistols. Fucking M nineteen eleven. Yeah. With um Ugh. with Lucifer, I was watching a video where there was talking about it and how the original character in the DC comics was. They basically just said to the person drawing it, "We want this guy to be David Bowie, but because we want David Bowie to be one of the most powerful beings, but." we know we can't really use David Bowie's likeness without annoying him. So make it as close to David Bowie as you can without it being David Bowie. So when you look at the comics, it's like, that looks like discount foreign David Bowie. But in the series, I know, they use a lot of nods because they knew they couldn't get David Bowie to do the character or get someone to look like David Bowie. They just made him look completely different, but they just play a lot of David Bowie music in the show, apparently. But that costs uh, a lot. There was a little bit. I'm just... Because I, I could believe that it's DC, but, like, usually you watch something Marvel or something like that, and when it starts, you'll have the Marvel Studios. or There's nothing None like that. that. Yeah. Like, so, which makes me think maybe it's only based loosely on it. I think it is just based loosely. Also, maybe I, I, they, were, they were probably struggling to sell their shit and have people watch it at that time. So they went, oh, let's just not put the DC logo. DC are constantly struggling to sell their shit because they just keep... It's like like just fucking sifting out shit constantly. Apparently, the Swamp Swamp Thing series is really fucking good and they cancelled it after like five episodes and everyone was like, why have you cancelled it? This was fucking great. Have you you seen any clips of Batgirl or Batwoman? Don't want to. It's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I watched like the first episode, like like skipped through most of it because it was just so shit. It's properly awful. Like really bad. Yeah, I remember I watched um about like these series ahead. I remember I used to watch the Green Arrow series, and I remember yeah, I, I really en- well. I enjoyed the first series, and then the second series came, and I think I got halfway through the second series, and I was like, I kind of fell off. And then obviously all the other stuff came off of it as well. So there was like the Flash series, there's the Supergirl series, there's there's all these different Supergirl series now in, it, yeah, in this like Arrowverse or whatever they've called it. I just remember like I watched like a few episodes of Flash and I was just like, I'm I, I'm not enjoying any of this. It's like the only Flash I'm looking for is somebody's titties are a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker Punch, that's a good film. We're going to finish it off. I'm just going to say oh, Sucker yeah, Punch Sucker is a good Punch. film. It, that's Sucker one of those Punch. good, bad films. Yeah, it's a good, bad it. film. I mean, it makes I only no go in there for the action. All, but, but yeah, the action scenes are... When, when you actually... I always forget it was Zack Snyder who did yeah. it. And I'm like... You, well, it's always easy to know when Zack Snyder's doing a movie. It's like, ah, oh, look, we've got overuse of slow-mo. 
<laughs> well, yeah. yeah. True. But there is um, there is actually um a few videos on YouTube I watched uh, like with Sucker Punch. So I, I I really enjoyed that, and then someone went really deep, pretty much frame by frame, looking at this movie and broke down like the hidden meanings of so many different parts of it, and explained like pretty much just went in and explained. Mm. This is why it's so weird, but this is what the story... This is what's actually happening in the story, and this is just all in her mind that we see, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I think with that, we, we should um yeah, we, we should close start. off, because I know you need a, you want to head yes. off, Ollie. Watchmen's also a good film. Eh, it's a bit long. Yeah, yeah. a bit convoluted. It's just the soundtrack. Let's not talk about the soundtrack by uh, What's Their Faces. No, it's he the sex like a... scene in The Watchmen where they use oh, Hallelujah, man. but it's the really bad version oh, of Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is is it mute? Is it mute? I can't think of. They had a fucking band, and it was just like no, <laughs> just no. There's a really funny video, a clip I'll send you guys uh, that's based off like right at the end of Watchmen, um, that just gets me every time. I'll I'll, I'll post it in the Discord. Yeah, put it, put it in the chat for us. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we're gonna close it off there. Um, if you've got any questions or queries or memes or shit posts or movie recommendations, drop them over to our Twitter at Context Needed One. It's all at the bottom there. Um, to email us, basically, you'll be emailing us for permission for you to be sending over a four thousand four thousand word essay with a one page abstract. Um, quill written. Quill written. Wax sealed. Owl Sent delivered. Sent via owl. Um, to do that, you have to email us, and we will tell you exactly where that needs to be sent and what time frame you have to send that as well. But with that, my name's Kyle, joined with Ryan and Ollie. Mm. We'll be back Yo. next. We'll be back next week, guys, at the same time. Follow us on Twitter, send us some shit, and we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Also, Chef's a great film. <laughs> <laughs>